welcome to another week of embarking on a beautiful journey of experiencing his nearness as we prepare our heart mind and spirit to receive fresh manna this day let our lives be filled with the truth of god's word and may the lord bless you to live your life in its fullness are you ready to receive from the word this morning yes come on church show me some excitement you know in the in the previous church in the previous church your low decibel volume used to reach me here that doesn't reach me so you have to like really really up your volume okay are you excited to receive the word okay we're going to the book of first john chapter 5 and verse 1 1 John chapter 5 and verse 1 Are we ready to read the scripture? We'll read it one line at a time. The Bible says, everyone who believes Come on, read it with me. 1 2 3 go. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of What does it say? everybody who does what who believes not everybody that attends church not everybody that gives a certain amount of money to the church not everybody that has a church membership not everybody that does certain things to qualify as christians or believers it says that everybody who believes i thank god for a group of people in this place that believe The question is do we believe that Jesus is the Christ that Jesus is the anointed one you know from the beginning of the scripture from the book of Genesis onwards there was this prediction there was a prophecy about the coming of a Christ a messiah who would come all through scriptures from Genesis all the way to Malachi there were predictions there were prophecies about the christ who is about to come okay now when john he is writing to his jewish believers he is reminding them do you remember what the prophets said do you remember what god told us god foretold that a christ will come the anointed one will come he will redeem us he will set us free he will carry our sins he will heal our sicknesses he is going to pay our debts he is going to liberate the captives he is going to give eyesight to the blind he is going to raise the dead do you remember all those prophecies now you need to believe that jesus is the fulfillment of that prophecy jesus is the christ it says everyone who accepts this everyone who believes this it says they are born of god do you know what it means to be born of a person it means you don't have an option but to now become the image carrier the image the exact replica of the person that you're born of come on how many of you like really tried your best to look like your father or your mother 
what did you do which makeup did you put so that you can look like your father or your mother or which uh, hairstyle did you you know try to do what what changes did you have to do to yourself to look like your parents tell me did you have to do plastic surgery for that what did you have to do nothing because you're born of your parents eventually without any extra hard work you end up becoming like your parents you end up looking like them you end up behaving like them you end up talking like them your accent is imitated from your parents everything that is of your parents it begins to manifest in your life and the bible says this is how you can be an express image of god on the earth it is by believing that jesus is the christ jesus is the answer jesus is is the solution is is the completion of what was foretold what was what was prophesied jesus in jesus we have everything amen he says everyone who believes that jesus is the christ they have been born of god i thank god for all of us who are born of god in this place you have to refuse to believe that you are a product of your circumstances some of you you may have grown up believing that uh, it wasn't god's plan for you to uh, have been born or it wasn't uh, your your parents uh, should have never planned you or your parents didn't want a boy or a girl or your parents didn't want a child at that age you 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 may have believed the truth that the enemy tells you that you're born of this this you're a result of this circumstance you're a result of this confusion you're a result of this problem but the lord is saying no 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 now you have a new identity you're no longer born of your parents you're no longer born of just your circumstances you're not a product of your you know environment you're a product of what you believe in can i repeat that one more time see it's very easy for us to think that ah this is this is for those people who are not yet believed in jesus yet that this is not for me but the thing is we believe in jesus and yet we don't believe in jesus have you met believers christians who believe and yet don't believe who believe and yet they don't complete they don't grow in that belief they don't go deeper in that belief they they just limited to one thing see when the bible says you need to believe that jesus is the christ you know you have to go and study what did christ do or what can christ do or what was spoken about christ every prophecy that was in christ now you begin to believe you begin to stand upon it you begin to you know put your faith your heart your your belief system everything on it and you're saying lord i believe i believe you know in my current need i believe that you are the provider you are the jehovah jireh 
that Jesus, He is the Christ. Jesus is the answer. He is the solution. He is the one who is going to meet my every need. I believe that today He is the restorer of my relationship. I believe that today He is the the, the one who is going to strengthen my, uh, my, my hands. He's the one who is going to strengthen my feet. He's the one who is going to strengthen me in every season of my life. He's the one. You have to constantly believe. You have to constantly stand on that belief. You have to constantly keep confessing this. And the more you grow in your belief, the more you begin to represent the God out of whom you've been born. The problem with us is that we, we believe. But if I ask you, what do you believe? You have no words to say. I believe Jesus. But what do you believe about Jesus? Tell me, you know, verbalize, articulate your belief about Jesus. And I'll be able to show you how this Jesus is now manifesting through your life. If you can't articulate what he has done or what he is able to do or what he is about to do if you can't articulate it with your words of faith then you will be limited in your ability to now manifest him here on the earth that's why I said you are not a product of your circumstances you are a product of your belief system you are a product of what you confess you're a product of what you stand upon. You're a product of what you are constantly declaring upon your own life. Some of us, we have believed what the doctors have said. Some of us, we have believed what our parents have said. Some of us, we have believed what our friends have said. And uh, we have taken that as our life identity. This is who I am. This is all I can do. This is the maximum that I can grow. This is, the, this is the most that is possible in my life. But I'm speaking to a generation that believes that they are not born of their circumstances. They are born of God. Now talk to me. Put a limitation around God if you can. Put a limitation around God. What is it that God cannot do? <laughs> what is it that God cannot know? What is it that God cannot accomplish? What is it that God doesn't have? Come on, talk to me. Is there anything that is too hard for God? Now let me ask you, is there anything that is too hard for you? Yes or no? No. There is nothing that is too hard for you because you are born of that same God. Do you understand what I'm saying? When you are a product of an infinite personality, you become infinite yourself. When you are a product of infinite resources, you become infinite resources. I'm not even saying you have infinite resources. I'm not even saying you, you will receive the power to do. No, no, no. You are born of God. That's why Jesus... He looked at the Pharisees and said, Hey guys, your scriptures say that you are God. Jesus is saying to the Pharisees, So your scriptures tell you, you are what? God. Look at your neighbor and say, Hey, 
Asthar is giving us a deep revelation here. Look at them and say, guess what? You are a God. Most of you are thinking of how to stone me after the service today. But talk to me, if you are a product of God, how can you be any less? If you are born of Him, how can you be limited? If you are somebody that is going to carry His image on the earth, how can you say that, oh, I'm not good enough, or I don't have enough, or I, uh, I, I'm not qualified for this? Is there anything that God is not qualified for? Is there any area where, where you would say, okay, this, I prefer going to a doctor instead of going to God. Is there anything that you would say like that? Or, or would you say, okay, for this one thing, I'd prefer uh, going to a counselor instead of going to God. There's absolutely nothing that God doesn't have or doesn't know. And if that is true about God, then that is true about you and me who are born of God. The only thing that limits us, like I said, is our belief system. What is the extent to which you're willing or ready to believe that Jesus is the Christ? If you believe, if you're ready to believe, if you're ready to go all the way, then you will see the manifestation of being born of God. Some of you, you're going to walk out of here and you're going to walk out and do things that people are going to look at you and they may think that you are God. You are the God. They'll actually think. Because that's what happened to Apostle Paul. The way that he did his ministry, Paul and Barnabas, the entire city, they came and they fell at his feet. They started offering sacrifices to him, saying, hey, this, this, is, this is this God and this is that God. You know, one, one of them, he called them Zeus and the other, he, he called them another name and he said, these are the gods. Because look at what they do look at how they speak look at how they live this is the literal gods on the earth some of you when you go out from here the way that you live your life it cannot be uh, it cannot be substandard it has to be the standard of the king of kings it has to be the standard of jesus who is the christ and when you live like this you are born of God. You have been born of God. Read it with me one more time. Everyone one more time. Everyone no, no, no. We, we, we are a few more people than how many voices I can hear. Loudly. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God. And the next line says, and everyone who loves the Father, loves whoever has been born of Him. This is the hard part. As long as you tell me about me, it's okay. But you're telling me that the neighbor, this, the one sitting next to me, he's also born of God. That he's also as anointed. He's also as blessed. That he's also uh, a representative of God. That he is full of God, that he is made in the likeness and in the image of God. Are you telling me this guy, I don't like his haircut. You're saying that this guy is really Jesus? That this guy is really somebody that is born of God? That is where we struggle. Because 
we 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 like a gospel that is directed to us and yet when there is a gospel that tells us we, you, you, wait a minute if you love god but you don't love the person sitting next to you then your love for god is shallow it is not real it is not true it is not complete and that's why it says but anybody that loves the father anybody that has a deep devotion to the father now the lord is inviting us as a church to grow in our belief system and second he's inviting us as a church to grow in our love for the father and do you know how i'll know that you love the father not by the height to which you can jump when you worship not by the decibel that you can scream when you're singing no i i will know how much you love the father by the way that you love the person the people that has been born of god wow this is how you demonstrate that you love the father so this morning i'm inviting you to not love god i mean it's easy for us to lift our hands and say i love god but but scripture is saying hey the person next to you the person behind you you know the person next to you you chose that person but the person sitting behind you 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 don't know that person or you, you didn't choose that person i want you to look at that person right now quickly take him and just look at the person sitting behind you <laughs> and i want you to now look at me and i want you to pray and say god i don't know this person's needs i don't know this person's dreams i don't know his personal life i don't know the burdens that he carries but i want to express my love for you by loving this person who is also born of god give me the grace to love this person to serve this person to bless this person to to honor this person we can all honor men of god we can all honor god we can honor angels we can honor uh, you know anointed ones and anointing but honoring other people that are born of god i know it is hard but that is what the lord is inviting us to prove to me that you are a believer prove to me that you love the father read it with me one more time and everyone who loves the father loves whoever has been born of him anybody that loves the father so so my my point is today that we we have to get rid of every uh understanding that as long as i love jesus and i i worship him and i i give my tithes to the church and i i attend church on time i'm safe no 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 you're not safe yet this is how you prove that you love your father amen you prove it by loving the people that he has given birth to that he has produced you love them the same way that you have to love your father in heaven verse 2 it says by this we know that we love the children of god when we love god and we obey his commandments wait a minute now this next line it is a little confusing because the first line said have you love your father is by loving the ones that has been born of him right now what does this say it says by this we know that we love the children of god 
when we love God and we obey His commandments. See, you think that you'll be able to love the people that God has placed around you in your own ability? No, you will not be. The, the more you love God, you receive strength and help and freshness in your spirit to be able to love the people around you. you if you only love people, but you don't love God, you're, you're disobeying verse 2. Because verse 2 says, how can you love, your, love the people around you when you don't love God? So how can you say that I'm so busy serving people, but I don't have time for prayer? How can you say that I'm, 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 I'm visiting homes day and night, I'm evangelizing so many people, but, 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 but I, you know, that's the reason why I'm not able to take time to read the Bible. Sorry, that's a, that's a wrong kind of love. That's not the love that I'm teaching you this morning. The, the love that I'm teaching you this morning, it says, by this we know that we really love the children of God, that we will also now love God ourselves. We will also now pursue the Father ourselves. We will also spend time seeking His will ourselves. And the more we love God, the more we obey Him, the more we are now enabled to love our neighbors. Amen? And the more we, we, we want to love the Father, the more we will also begin to see His image, His likeness in the people that God has placed around us and we'll begin to love them and we'll begin to serve them. Verse 3, it says, For this is the love of God that we keep His commandments. Come on, loudly. The next line, I, I want you to read it out loud because this is, I want us to declare this as a truth over us. Okay? Loudly. And His commandments are not Loudly. And His commandments are not And His commandments are not Wow! Because, you know, when I was praying for this morning's service, I, I felt the Lord trying to minister to certain people who, who feel that being in church and following Jesus is a is a burdensome process. And the Lord is saying, no, if, if, you've been, if you've been feeling burdened about serving this God, then either you're following the wrong God. Because this God, oh my God, it's, it's, it's this, obeying this God is not burdensome. Obeying this Jesus is not burdensome. It may be burdensome if you're trying to lift a heavy load on your own ability, on your own strength. If you're trying to love the whole world, you know how many people are there in the world? Eight billion people. Do you think you have the capacity to love eight billion people without running out of breath, without running out of time, without running out of money, without running out of... You, you think that you'll be able to serve eight billion people on the planet today? You can't. But... The more you depend on the ability that He gives you, and then it's not, no longer burdensome. Then it is not a, a, a hard thing. You know, this morning I was thinking, oh man, so hard. I have to reach. Uh, you know, I, I, I landed at around um, 3 in the morning. And then I was uh, very upset because this, uh, you know, uh, this flight, it didn't uh, reach the the parking bay immediately. I'm saying, 
what is happening why are they taking so much time do, you know i have to go and preach uh, there is a baptism service this morning and after that there is a india new zealand match happening after <laughs> i'm sorry that i just added that you know and and, and, and I, i'm i'm cribbing in my head because the entire journey i, I was in unable I, i was not able to sleep so i was like if only i could just get home on time and finally i reached home at 6 a.m and i was like okay lord and then this scripture came to me again obeying god obeying his commandments is not burdensome so if you're trying to do it in your own ability if you're trying to do it in your own strength in your own capacity it may feel burdensome so whenever whenever you 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 you're feeling like the the burden on your shoulders is too much it's not because god is not given you that commandment it may also be because you, you you're using your own strength to carry that burden so today the lord is calling us to a different lifestyle the lord is saying will you obey me in the ability that i am giving you in the strength that i am giving you i am putting this new love in your heart you know some of you you're saying i i, I want to pray like never before do you know what the lord is going to fill you with a grace and anointing to pray and when you pray it will not be burdensome you will not feel like oh my god i had to sacrifice so much to pray no 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 it will be joy it'll 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 be pleasurable you know when you love people you will not have to go and say oh my god do you know how much money i gave them you know you will not be putting on facebook saying look at the rice packet that i'm giving to poor people no because that it, it will not be a sacrifice anymore for you it will be a joy it will be pleasurable you know so, certain things that we do you know we do it because it's our duty right but it's even though it is your duty to do certain things for example is it our duty to worship god come on it is it is as as the creation the it is our primary responsibility to worship but how many of you have come to church today and saying okay i have to get this done you know this is my duty every week at least once i have to go and just you know do this it's it's like me saying okay oh it's uh, it's my wedding anniversary I, it's and it's my duty to you know buy my wife some flowers so uh let's say that i i bring her some flowers or you know my wife doesn't like flowers so uh, chocolates she doesn't like chocolates what can i get her i'm just wondering it's very hard to guess what she likes L- let's say let's say for example that she she likes flowers okay and i bring home flowers and she's impressed and she's like thank you so much for bringing me this flowers i'm, I'm so uh so excited and my response let's say that my response is yeah it was my duty <laughs> what would be my what would be served in the dinner for that night i'm i'm just doing my job yeah i'm just doing my duty you know i'm just you know i'm just supposed to do this every year on our anniversary i'm just finishing my chores no it is my joy it is not burdensome it is my privilege to be able to come into the house of god it is it is not burdensome to give to the lord it is not burdensome to serve the lord 
the scripture says when you obey the commandments of the lord read it with me one more time for this is the love of god okay that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome so do you know what it means to dwell in the love of god it means that we love god with joy it means that we love god with 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 true um compassion with true excitement in our hearts there has to be this there has to be this thrill all the time all the days of your life there has to be this thrill in your spirit when you come into the house of god where you're saying oh i get to do this there is this abundance of love you know all the commandments in scripture okay there are certain commandments that may look restrictive there are certain commandments that may look protective there are certain commandments that may look like if you know if you if you do them you're going to destroy your life you know there are certain commandments that if you if you if you don't keep them then you can't enjoy the fullness that god has given over your life you know and sometimes we obey these commandments because we are like okay we have to somehow you know get this blessing we have to somehow get a financial breakthrough so i don't like giving tithes but i will still give you know why because at the end of the day i my my financial blessing is connected to my tithing so i i give with that burden in my heart saying oh my god that's why the scripture says god loves a what kind of a giver burden some giver right somebody who is like oh today's envelope is too heavy burden some giver no 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 god loves a a cheerful giver so so this morning if you're going to come to the offering basket i want you to come dancing i want you to come with a smile i want you to come rejoicing because god is not looking for givers god is looking for joyful givers excited givers those who who consider this serving him and following in him and obeying his commandments is not a burdensome task it is not burdensome to serve the lord it is not burdensome to obey his voice verse 4 first john chapter 5 and verse 4 it says everyone who has been born of god for everyone who has been born of god for everyone come on look at yourself and say for i who have been born of god i will overcome the world for i who is born of god whose belief system is in the right place who loves the father and he and he loves the people that are born out of him who is so much filled with his love that now obeying god's commandments is no longer burdensome the lord says if you if you've been living like this then you are going to overcome the world in the name of jesus there is absolutely nothing no goliath that can come and stand before you and claim to be more powerful or more anointed or more stronger than you are there is absolutely nothing that you cannot overcome in fact apostle paul says you're more than an overcomer you're more than a conqueror you're more than a victorious person you're not just an overcomer you're more than conquerors why because you have been born of god 
and the DNA of victory is in your DNA. The DNA of overcoming is yours. The DNA of failure is not part of your body. It's not part of your genes. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter what and how your world looks around you right now. You may be looking at your bank account. You may be looking at the status of your relationship on Facebook. You may be looking at the number of followers you have. You may be looking at, you know, all those negative things that are surrounding your life and you're saying, I have failed. I am not enough. I am not good. But the Lord is saying, no, 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 no. Anybody who is born of God, he overcomes the world. So there is nothing in this world that you don't have an authority over. There is nothing that you don't have the final say over. So this morning, when you return back from this place, I want you to walk as faith warriors. I want you to walk as warriors that, that truly have what it takes to overcome the world. Read the next line. It says, and this is the victory that has overcome the world. What is it? Our prayer, our tithes, our singing. No, no, no. What is, what is it that overcomes the world? Come on. Everybody that is born of God will overcome the world. And yet, the description of the key that is now going to be used to overcome the world, the Bible says, is our faith. If, if we, you know, are very prayerful, if we are, you know, very devoted, you know, this is a big problem that I, I've been having with even our church. And I'm not talking about the church out there. Let, I can criticize our church. I can criticize you. I can correct you today. Yeah. Is, is that we are, if there's one area where I feel like we are lacking, it is in our faith. It's in our belief. It's in the way that we, we word what we, you know, how, what we are going through, what is what we are experiencing, what we are about to encounter. The way that we verbalize and articulate how big our enemy is. Today the Lord is reminding us, no, 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 you, you are not a failure. You're not a victim. You're not, you know, a product of what people say. You are an overcomer. So the Lord is saying, if you can grow in your faith, and if you can constantly use the key of faith, then you will also overcome everything in the world. So no more, you know, of uh, texting us, talking about your failures. I want you to talk about your struggles. But even in your struggles, I want you to show me your faith. When you, when you text me your problems, don't just say, I don't have money. Yes, it doesn't look like I have money, but this is what I'm believing. Yes, it doesn't look like this person is going to work with me, but this is my trust in the Lord. Yes, it doesn't look like I'm going to uh, succeed in my exam, that I'm going to pass this exam, but this is where I'm headed. This is what I'm going to be accomplishing with my life. My life, it is, it is not a life of failure. Do you understand what I'm saying about faith? I'm not asking you to deny reality. I'm not asking you to live a life of lie that says, oh, 
I'm not weak. No, no, no. It says, let the weak say. What should the weak say? You can, you can be weak. But you can stand up and you can confess. Oh wait, I, I, I am weak in this season. Uh, th- this is my weakness. This is my struggle. This is my lack. This is the extent to which I have money. But I am strong in the mighty name of Jesus. I have enough. I am more than enough. I have Jehovah Jireh on my side. You know, this morning we were coming on the way and, and Pastor Joe just gave me a figure of how much money we need to finish the work in the church. And I'm like, man, this is overshot of a budget. You know, and, and immediately I, I wanted to confess something negative. And I, I was about to say it and I had to catch myself. <laughs> I had to swallow it and I had to say, no. Wow. Instead of saying we overspent, I said, wow. God has provided for us to spend almost two crores in doing up this place. And yet God is not. If you ask me, we need another 60 lakhs. And yet I am believing, I'm thanking the Lord for the two crores that he allowed us to do. That this is it may in the in the natural it is very easy for me to focus on the 60 lakhs that is yet to be paid but can i be thankful one for the 1.4 crores that already came can i be you know excited and can my faith be uh, you know ready to now receive the next 60 lakhs that is about to walk into this church can i can I instead, instead of complaining of what, what I don't have yet, can I constantly focus on the things that I'm about to receive from the Lord? You know, church, I understand that there are going to be weak areas in our life. I understand that there are going to be battles. But show me your faith and I'll show you how you will overcome the world. Articulate your faith this entire week. Can you do this? Articulate your faith. Speak out your faith. Let, let your WhatsApp status tell everybody what you're believing. Let your you know, fridge magnets in your home, let it be a declaration of what you're believing over your marriage, over your children. What you speak in the house, you know, the way that you address your husband, the way that you address your children, let it speak your faith. The way that you touch one another, let it speak your faith. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. It is our faith. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, we have a faith. Not, 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 I'm not talking about pastor's faith. I'm talking about our faith. Yeah, our faith. Our faith is powerful enough to overcome the world in the mighty name of Jesus. Verse 5, it says, Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is so do you know how all of this is coming together what did we begin by saying everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God now it goes on to say that hey this is how who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the son of God so Please understand, the more you, your belief system about Jesus is fixed, 
the more your belief system about yourself will also be fixed the reason we downgrade ourselves is because we downgrade jesus do you get what i'm saying the reason you are feeling guilty about your sin is because you're not confident about what jesus did on the cross somebody said ouch yeah that's true the the reason you, you are worried about your finances is because you're now questioning jesus's ability to provide when jesus said hey don't worry about tomorrow because you have a father you're questioning that promise that jesus gave you when he said you have a father in heaven who knows what you need even before you ask you're doubting that promise you're doubting and in doubting you're making jesus a liar you're saying ah that works for the pastors that works for the full time pastors it doesn't work for me that works for those believers there and this believers there but it doesn't work for me you know when you look down on yourself you're not looking down on yourself you're looking down on jesus and that's why the scripture says read it one more time who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that jesus he is the son of god he is who he claims to be you know and when i say that it is necessary for us to go back into the old testament and read scriptures because everything that jesus did was a manifestation of what was already declared right and yet it's for the wise to now go and unlock those things about jesus because jesus never stood up and said hey i am the wonderful counselor He never said I am the prince of peace. Did he ever claim to be the prince of peace? No. But somebody who is wise will go into the book of Isaiah and you'd read that scripture and you would say, "Ah, he is the is the prince of peace. He is the wonderful counselor. He is the everlasting father. He he is the eternal God." And you you're going to now apply those words on Jesus and you'll say hey this is this is Jesus is the Christ Jesus he is the prince of peace Jesus he is my provider he is my shepherd and i shall not want everything that is hidden it is for you and me to go back and search it out and look for it and and find answers see Jesus he is the way the truth and the life you know the the way when when we talk about the way you, you you're you're receiving something that is external you you're receiving a path you're receiving a direction you're receiving uh, the 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 keys to 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 go to the right place but he is also not not just going to help you on the outside it says he's also the truth which is which means he's this is something that is within internal what you believe in how you you know internalize what you experience outside you know it is because of jesus that you are here today and it is jesus that you will continue to pursue but my question is how much of this truth has gone inside of you because jesus is not just the way but he is also the the truth he is not just the way and the truth he is also the life 
It means that everything that you need for your life, everything that you need in your life, not just on this side of eternity, but even into eternity, you know, that it's, it's hidden in Jesus. It's available for us in Jesus. I want you to go back and listen to this teaching from Colossians chapter 2 or 3. I, I forget this now. Colossians chapter 2? Is it, it was from Colossians chapter 2 uh, that I preached at our church in Mumbai. It's there on YouTube. It's there on our channel. It's there on Spotify. It's called Unlocking the, the Hidden Mystery of Christ. So please go back and listen. I've done an in-detail teaching on this because everything that you and I need, it is hidden in Christ. It is available for us in Christ. And the more you search it out, the more you believe on it, the more you stand on it, the more you will overcome the world. The more you will overcome every voice that stands up against you. The more you will overcome the people that constantly threaten you. The more you will overcome every lie that stands in the way of this truth. Everybody that believes, everybody that, that is rooted in their belief, in their faith, they will overcome the world. So this morning, can I invite you into this place of deep, firm believing? And this kind of believing would require certain kind of actions. Because if you have this faith, and if you just all words, but no actions, then this faith is incomplete. So when you leave from here this morning, I want you to go and rearrange certain things. Change how you would, you know, do certain relationships, certain conversations. Change certain things around you to prove to the Lord, to prove to yourself, to prove to the people around you that, hey, I, I'm, I'm not the same person. I don't believe this anymore. I'm not going to stand for this anymore. There are certain reports that you have to go and tear it off today. Okay? There are certain things that you need to just go and delete. A conversation that you need to just go and delete because you don't believe that's who you are anymore. There are certain things that you have to, even in your diary, you know, it may be stuff you've written in your diary saying, ah, I'm feeling so bad about this. Some of you have to tear that page and burn it by faith. You know why? Because now you have a revelation of Jesus. And the more you have a revelation of Jesus, you have a revelation of your capacity. You have a revelation of your identity. You have a revelation of where you are headed and how you're going to live and what you're going to accomplish through your life. You have a revelation of yourself. And the more you have a revelation of yourself, the more you will walk in faith, the more you will walk in victory, the more you will walk in your identity. Amen? Can I read this? five scriptures again yes no maybe maybe not yes read with me verse 1 everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God and everyone who loves the father loves whoever has been born of him so it's not enough that I believe it's also necessary that I love and it's not necessary it's not enough that I just love the Father, I have to demonstrate it by loving His people who have been born of Him. Verse 2, by this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and we obey His commandments. So 
This is how we will show the church that we love God, that we love them. It is also by our pursuit of God. We pursue obeying God. We love God. We love the children of God. And we obey His commandments. Verse 3, For this is the love of God, that we keep His commandments. And His commandments are... Keep it in your heart. Keep a, keep a hand in your heart and say, His commandments are not... I confess this. I declare this. I receive this. His commandments. This week, I'm going to obey it. And it is not going to be painful. It is not going to be hard. His commandments are not going to be burdensome. For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. Everyone. Everyone. So, our percentage, our ratio of victory is what? 100%. Amen? Look at your neighbor and say, all of us, everyone, you are included in it too. Everyone who is born of God overcomes the world. It's not a past tense. It is not a future tense. It is a present continuous tense which means you will overcome and you will continue to overcome. This next one week you will continue to overcome because this is the victory that has overcome the world. It is our faith. So the Lord is calling us to articulate our faith in a different way this season. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus is a Christ. He is the solution. He is the answer. The revelation of Jesus is the revelation you need to be victorious. Is the revelation you need to grow in your faith. Is the revelation you need to become all powerful, all able, you know, to become somebody that is born of God. Thank you for joining us this day to worship and to hear the voice of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. May you continue to flourish in all your endeavors as you work closely with Him. Have a great week and Shalom.